Hello and welcome to jasonnewland.com. This is your hypnotic buffet. Available every Monday apart from those weeks like this week when I do it a day late. But that's uh, there's a reason for that and I will I will bore you with that story presently. So, kind of the point of these hypnotic buffet recordings was to talk about certain things that may be useful to discuss and then just offering some ideas that might be worthwhile trying on. Uh, you know, in the same way as you would if you were in a clothes shop, you know, see a, a dress or a shirt, a bra or trousers or, you know, whatever you're shopping for, I guess. And trying them on, seeing if it fits, seeing if you like how it looks. And although I don't think you can try on socks, I think it's the one thing that you can never really try on. And men, you can't, can't well, I suppose, underpants, knickers or uh, boxer shorts or whatever. You can't, can't learn how to try them on. Can't return them either. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, I kind of uh, really take a bit of a gamble, I suppose. Andre's he's decided to have a little munch. He's having some food. And he does like to make lots of noise when he's doing it. I think I, ideally he would prefer if I gave him some more cat food to eat, but he's already had his daily quota of that. Which brings me nicely onto my own diet. So, I will be talking about myself, but that's nothing new there really. I'll also be discussing some of the emotional issues that have arisen over the last couple of days. Can't believe how much noise he makes. Can't take him to restaurants embarrassing so I went to sleep I went to bed <sighs> sorry I'll be yawning but I've been tired um, I went to bed two days ago so it's you know the end of Sunday it was early Monday morning but because I've been up working on my website and stuff like that 
anyway, I was laying in bed and I started to have pins and needles in my left arm, in my chest, and yeah, it was very worrying, but at the same time I was really, really tired. So luckily instead of, well, I don't know about luckily, but I didn't go into panic mode and it was there, it wasn't due to, I wasn't having a panic attack or anything like that. So um, I didn't get a lot of sleep. I kind of just laid there, really kind of, uh, not forcing myself to relax, but getting into that relaxed mode where my body was relaxed and calming my mind. So in the past I've sometimes I sort of go through different period, different kind of phases when when I get pains in my chest or anything like that, when I'm asleep or when I'm in bed rather. Sometimes I'll I seem to go into panic and I've ended up in the hospital, accident emergency ward a couple of times, thinking that I was you know, having a, a serious uh, illness thing going on, but other times, I don't know why, but other times I just, <coughs> excuse me, I just seem to have a bit of an attitude problem and say, well, come on, bring it on then. And which is weird because I don't really want that to happen, but, and then there are times which is quite rare, like, couple of nights ago where I just calmed myself maybe put into practice what I've been trying to not preach but trying to you know teach or to pass on to others ways of relaxing and I know that I can I know that I can relax it's not it's not like an unknown thing to me it's something that I can do it's just not something that I do do as often as perhaps would be useful to me which is unusual it's a bit weird considering how much time I've spent trying to promote relaxation to people around the world and it is it's so important really is and so I don't know physically what was going on with me the other night what I do know is that being able to relax gave me that space maybe that gap that I've talked about in the past where I was able to just calm myself And just, you know, just let everything kind of slow down a bit. So that's what I did there. When I woke up, I'd only had a few hours sleep. I woke, got out of bed. I didn't feel very well, I'll be honest with you. I didn't feel very well at all. I felt tired. Um, 
felt dehydrated as well. So I had you know, lots of water. And for the last two days, well, I decided then and there that I was not gonna drink any more Coke. I wasn't gonna smoke cigarettes anymore. I've been smoking for a year now. Uh, I didn't. I stopped smoking for 17 years and then I started a year ago, last summer. So I decided, I gave my tobacco away to a friend. I gave him, was it six, about eight or nine cans of Coke that I had left. I gave him one chocolate bar that I had left. So he just gave him that stuff to take so he could have it. Um, I've made my flat, my home, a non-smoking place now. Because I never used to do that. When I first moved in here, I used to let people smoke, do what they wanted, really. But maybe that was, I just got so used to being around the smoke and I started wanting to have one. And um, I kept away from cigarettes for 17 years, which is fairly easy these days because less and less people smoke. Uh, you're not allowed to smoke in most public places, uh, including offices, and you know, so it's quite easy to to avoid smoke smokers to avoid being around someone that's smoking. I've got nothing against people that smoke. Just I, I kind of it's the same as if I see someone eating a chocolate bar. I'm probably going to want to eat have a bit of chocolate, but it's uh, much stronger level because cigarettes are addictive obviously they are and so I decided on Monday to not smoke anymore not to eat chocolate anymore not to eat biscuits anymore or cakes or anything like that and not to drink coke and also to reduce sugar you know pretty much so if I have breakfast cereal don't have sugar on it uh, and not to have caffeine no coffee no tea no sugar in that either so I had none of that stuff so I've been drinking water and fruit juice I mean, juice and water is what I've been drinking for the last two days. And I have eaten, I've had like sandwiches and stuff like that, but I've had a headache for two days. And uh, yesterday I didn't do anything about it, but today, or Tuesday, it's now, officially it's Wednesday now, because it's about 2.30 in the morning, but um, I had, uh, I just been in bed on and off the whole time on and off, like I'd be up for about an hour, maybe have something to eat, then go back to bed for three or four hours or five hours or three hours, you know, and just up and down. And it's been really, really emotionally, it's been really challenging actually, because all I wanted was a cigarette, a can of Coke or a pain tablet, you know, because I had a headache and I thought if I have a pain tablet, 
so you'll get a little bit of a buzz from that as well because they're quite strong some of the cocodamol tablets I have but I just said no not having any of that stuff I was hungry I just wanted to you know all I wanted really was a can of coke a bunch of chocolate you know just something to give me a, a bit of a lift um, emotionally lift you know but I just stuck to it I didn't do it and today this evening um, I decided to have a headache a couple of headache tablets that I had left over from like a year ago or something so headaches tablets they, they were specifically for headaches so I had that and it still took about two hours for the headache to go which is weird I, just didn't, I thought it was supposed to work quite quickly it took quite a long time for them to actually work but uh, unlike yesterday when I was in bed all day and all night I was up for a little while in the early you know early hours of the morning and I watched a little bit I watched the film and then I was back in bed again and I didn't take Andre out for a walk yesterday what well, on Monday that is and I didn't take him out for a walk all day Tuesday and I was closing my bedroom door so he couldn't get in so he was he was scratching at the door and he was just really getting a bit upset I think but I just needed to be left alone you know I needed to just to have my own space and then this evening I took him out about half eleven took him for a walk and he loved it he absolutely loved being out and probably did me some good as well and it was just it's what he needed it's probably what I needed but he he loves getting outside and you know I feel kind of like it's it's got to be boring for him being inside you know he's at least I've got television and the internet and books and you know what's he got or he's sleeping or he's outside he loves being outside he that's his favorite thing apart from what he's doing right now in my bedroom I won't go into that but he's destroyed another piece of my uh, clothing I think I can hear him just realized I can hear like that he's funny just listening oh, I can't hear him now so it's brought up quite a few emotional issues I'm feeling right now I'm feeling a lot better than I was and even though I've had a sandwich about an hour and a half ago I'm still hungry I'm really hungry I really want to eat and eat and eat I'm not going to and that's a, that's going to be a bit of a challenge because one of, one of the reasons I continue to smoke is because I lost some weight and I was kind of pleased with the, the weight loss I lost weight off my stomach which was the only place that I really as far as I know, that I carry kind of any weight of any kind, you know, noticeable. 
but even lately I've noticed that I've been putting weight on again so the smoking's not helping anymore for that so what use is it so yeah I've uh, so I stopped smoking stopped you know for me it's like having the, the, the stomach the, the chest stuff going on in bed I just didn't know is it the smoking is it the sugar overload that I'm clearly putting way too much sugar into my body you know with the cakes the chocolate the coffee you know caffeine uh, you know like the as well as being you know because caffeine obviously has it's not particularly good for the the heart and stuff so yeah so I got rid of that got kind of rid of, got rid of it all and I have all these cravings now I've got all these cravings and it's just cravings of what I was I had before and if I'm honest I'm not sure what my cravings the worst craving is I think it's probably more for the coke than it is for the cigarettes you know I think um, maybe if I just get rid of the cigarettes and just go back to just drinking coke and perhaps that would be alright you know, and maybe reduce the coke. Try and reduce my that stuff rather than just stop everything all at one time. But I just feel I've really gone cold turkey with this. Just I felt ill for two days, and not just physically but emotionally. Couldn't see a reason for anything. Like my my mental states went down like really low couldn't couldn't see a reason for what I was doing couldn't feel you know why was I doing this why was I putting myself through this and the only the only time really that I not the only time but there's a particular time during the day that I feel quite quite positive and that's like early evening or like late afternoon and it's been a routine I've been doing for a few months now where I'll have some hot crust buns or uh, tea cakes fruity tea cakes uh, by fruity I don't mean like really suggestive I'm talking about just with fruit tea cakes with fruit in and the I'll have a can of coke it's just a little bit of a it's my little treat for the day you know and maybe if I get a chance I'll watch something that I want to watch on telly I was watching George and Mildred but they stopped showing it it's an old 70s sitcom that I used to well I've always liked and but I don't feel ill anymore I feel hungry I don't feel ill and I feel in better spirits now like emotionally I've looked at my computer for the first time today I don't I think I looked at it yesterday as well but I just not had any interest in anything to do with the internet or you know making any sessions 
but I did make a recording on Sunday night uh, a let me bore you to sleep one and I had every intention of making the hypnotic buffet sessions uh, on Monday night but it just didn't happen and then there's the other thing I've got this uh, app that I released for this for the hypnotic buffet sessions it's available if you look in the description box or if you go to my website jasonnewland.com you'll see there's a link there to the Android app for my hypnotic buffet and I've had it for a week now and I've had two people download um, download it and one person has deleted it out of the two people that have downloaded it so it's not really been the raging success that I was, well I didn't expect it to be a raging success but I was kind of hoping that some people might want to download it because it cost me $125 to get it up and running which was a bit more than I could afford that was my entire savings, my life savings really L literally it was my entire I don't want to say life savings because I spent my entire life saving $125 up over 47 years. That'd be, uh, it's, it's kind of sad enough that that's all I had at my age, but to think that I'd actually been specifically saving money up for 47 years and that's how much I ended up with, that would be a little bit more not so pleasant, I don't think. Not the best. Uh, financial planner in the world me so this has kind of left me uh, I don't know if I'm sure we've all been in situations you've been in situations where you have decided to make a decision based on maybe a few you know a few things maybe you want to lose weight maybe because of appearance or maybe because just health you know health reasons for me I'd like to lose weight admittedly I don't like having a belly but it's more important for health reasons than for cosmetic you know reasons I think I'd like to like to get my calorie intake down and just get my body to be a bit fitter and to I just like to feel healthier that would be nice so if it means losing a stone or something like that or what's it for is that 14 pounds or you know then that would be that's all right so I know if I lose weight, it's only going to go off my belly, that's it. The rest of my body pretty much stays the same. It's just I've got this little surplus. Kind of like a kangaroo. There's no opening. You know, I'm kind of carrying this thing around like a little... I don't know, a bunch of 
like potatoes or something, you know, it's like I've got these little pockets full of potatoes, but the pockets are invisible, there's no, there's no way into the pockets. It's probably nothing like being a kangaroo with potatoes in the pockets, but I'm just trying to think of another way of looking at it, but. So emotionally, it's been really strange. I lost all hope for two, for two days. I lost any kind of interest or anything, for anything. The only thing I was determined is not to drink Coke, not to smoke, not to eat cakes, not to eat chocolate, not to eat biscuits. You know, just those things. And I got rid of most of the stuff that I didn't want to eat. Like got rid of the coke, got rid of the cigarettes, got rid of the chocolate bar. But I still have quite a few packets of biscuits that I could eat right now if I wanted. I got coffee, I got a whole new pot of coffee. If I wanted, not made, I mean, you know, a, like tin of coffee powder. If I wanted to, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? If I was making myself coffee, you know, making a hot, big, a filtered coffee just to wind myself up, I just just to tempt myself. No, I haven't done that. So I've got biscuits and coffee if I wanted to, and also I could just go and buy some tobacco. I could go and buy some coke, buy some chocolates, you know, if I wanted to. So there's nothing to stop me from getting any of that stuff. The only thing that can stop me is me. I'm the only person that has that power to stop myself from smoking. No one else can. Only me. That seems to be a. It's it kind of from both sides. On one on one side, it's it's a nice feeling to know that. I do have some power, you know, over my life. I can be the decider <laughs> of what I do, my behaviour, my actions. But then on the other side, it was uh, kind of felt like I was depriving myself from enjoyment, pleasure. A feeling of feeling a nice feeling, but then what's weird is right now, apart from physically my, my stomach, I feel hungry. I feel as if there's a big empty space that needs filling, you know. But and I know there isn't because I've eaten. I don't need. I don't need to eat all the time don't need to eat chocolate it's not food it's just it's it's of no use to me but emotionally I'm actually feeling kind of okay and I'd have to be in order for me to make a recording 
because I never make recordings generally, never make them when I'm not in the right space. If you, do you know what I mean? I don't I'm generally I'm not necessarily in like a fantastic mood when I'm making sessions. But I, I like to be in a positive state because I'm trying to do something positive. Because even though I'm talking about having had a, a health scare, although I don't know what it was yet and I'm still thinking I might go to the doctors to get myself checked out. I'm taking action. And for me, there's a positive there, is to take action. Uh, but it wasn't just action, it was determined, definitive action. You know, kind of a, a no going back situation. And it does, it, I feel like it's given me some power back over my life. It's kind of reminded me that actually we all have the ability to make big decisions and stick to them. Which means we're not powerless. I know there's, there's times when I feel that I am powerless, times when I feel that I'm just, I seem to be at the whim of my own little things that I want to do, you know, my little uh, needs, the need to eat chocolate or to have a can of Coke or to have a cigarette, those kind of things, just, or a biscuit. And I really have one biscuit. The fact is, if I have a biscuit, I'll probably eat two or three. Maybe four, maybe five. If I open a box of Maltesers right now, not right now, because I wouldn't eat them, but, you know, like a couple of days ago, I'd be stuffing them in my mouth. I'd be, you know, I'd be eating like five, six, seven, eight at a time. Because I just love Maltesers. Admittedly, Maltesers aren't very big, so, you know, eight is not, it's not that amount, not me. I'm going to be able to say some words in a minute. I'll get my sentences out. Eight isn't a huge amount. But it's still probably more than anyone would recommend to eat at one time. Into one mouth. So it's trying to deal with the greed. That, you know, it's powerful, isn't it? Feeling greedy, feeling wanting something. And that 
it's kind of a strange situation because I want something that I know is harmful to my body. And yet for quite a while, I've just ignored that. I've ignored the harm that it could cause to me, or would cause, or does cause. The last time I stopped eating chocolate, properly, properly not eating chocolate or anything like that, for any amount of time was back in 2004. I didn't have any chocolate for a few months and then come Christmas I had some had a bit of chocolate at Christmas and it was absolutely amazing <laughs> the taste was like wow but before Christmas I was so slim it's the slimmest I've been since The late nineties. And then over the next year I put weight on. So I guess this is quite a personal summary of my life that I'm doing here and it wasn't really supposed to be that. Just the questions, the raising the questions of having or not having but relying on something like cigarettes or uh, I'm good and not talk about drugs but we like all those cigarettes, these are drugs, alcohol of course, but I don't drink, I don't drink alcohol anymore, so for me, I can just focus on the things that I do, cigarettes, chocolate, coke, sugar, it's basically a sugar thing, isn't it? So to reduce the amount of sugar going into my body, I can all, you know, which is, more than likely the reason I've had a headache because my body just doesn't know what's going on it's like why is there not all this sugar I'd probably really feel it if I had a you know a physical job I was loading lorries you know with boxes all day long like I used to when I was younger I'll probably really notice it if I stop drinking anything with sugar. Because I probably feel that I didn't have the same amount of energy, maybe. But I think if you're doing a really, really, really physical job, you kind of get through that false, that false energy quite quickly anyway. And then your body starts using the proper energy. 
there's one good thing about doing well when I was younger doing really physical physically challenging jobs is physically I felt okay I felt quite well actually tiring it was and I had to be careful not to pull muscles or anything like that but you know I was I was lifting things that were pretty much as heavy as myself and it doesn't matter what size the people are that you're working with everyone's carrying the same amount so if you've got a bodybuilder and you're someone that's really little they're all carrying the same amount of weight because they're not sharing them they're carrying it individually you know that worked in my job that I did that is I don't know why I mentioned it that <sighs> it is strange though to for me to just stop doing everything all at the same time and I've been drinking lots of water which you know can only be a good thing anyway but it's still I don't know it's, it's been a shock to the system I've had no problems with my chest no tinglings in my arms or anything like that your breathing is absolutely fine and so physically I'm feeling okay my stomach feels a bit weird and I've had a headache but other than that you know, I'm a bit stiff because I've been laying down for a lot a lot of time I haven't you know, done a lot of walking or anything like that but that's okay that will change because tomorrow or the next day you know whatever day I kind of get back to some kind of routine or a new routine I will be getting a lot more exercise that's guaranteed so that would be quite good for me but it is a challenge it's all a challenge I just started thinking you know what is there any point that's what I've been thinking is there any point to what I'm doing just generally and it's, I think it's possibly because I've had a lot more time to think about things so I've not been distracting myself with television or with the internet or building you know working on a website or recording stuff so I haven't had any much in the way of distractions I've been thinking and thinking and thinking even more I did uh, I keep having these fantasies of not so much fantasies but I, I, and this has been going on for quite a while where I'm thinking about women females from the past that I've uh, not, not women that I've been in relationships with and not women that I wanted to be in relationships with but was too scared to ask them but I thought about women that 
made it clear to me that they liked me and I didn't do anything about it. And I just still think about these. There's one um, from back in 2000, the last time it was 2001, that she let, let it be known to me. She let it be known to me more than like three times actually, but this was the last time, third, third time. I still didn't do anything and I really liked her I really really liked her and I think it's because I was working with her and I just there was something that I felt I shouldn't maybe get involved with her working with her I don't know what that was about but I've been thinking about her a lot and there's another another person as well that I just thought about It's just, you know, that's, that's going down the regret, isn't it? Going down the, the road of regret. And how useful is that, really? It can only be, only be useful if I learn from it. And that learning leads to something positive for me in my life so that maybe in the future if I meet somebody and they show an interest in me then I can perhaps you know act a bit differently it's uh, You never know, it could happen. It could happen. I do, I sometimes wonder though. Um, this is turned into some kind of diary, isn't it? Dear, dear journal, I'm still, still on my own. Still on my own. <laughs> so yeah, maybe, maybe I can learn. I think if we're able to learn from what's gone before, you know, what's happened in the past, then it doesn't make what's happened okay if it's been a, a painful thing. But at least by learning from it, so that we don't make this, those same errors or those same decisions that may lead to feelings of discomfort or whatever the feeling may be. So yeah, this is a bit of a weird session really. It may not have been of any help to anyone else. And I, I'm, I do apologize if that's the case. But if you've, you know, if you followed me for a few, in the past, you know, I don't know how long back you might have been listening to me, but there have been times when I've been very, very open and very honest and personal about, you know, my own life and what I'm doing, how I'm feeling and all that stuff. So 
that's probably not going to change. You know, I quite like. I, I don't. When I first started doing this online stuff, I realised that I could have gone down the road of um, trying to. be I don't know some kind of mentor or some kind of guru to people you know I could have tried to take on that kind of a persona where I was uh, full of why you know full of wisdom and and to get followers who were just you know who looked up to me and saw me as something more than just a human being but I've never wanted that I've never wanted uh, it's way too late for me to be doing that now after the stuff that I've talked about and the honesty and stuff but I suppose I was hoping that I'd be able to connect with people through honesty and through maybe other people can relate a little bit to my situation or at least realise that I'm just a human being with faults and mental issues such as bipolar personality disorder and clearly I'm overweight but I'm not too badly overweight. I've not. I've kind of got a weird shape. See, I've got kind of. I'm not very tall. Five foot eight, and I'm size ten shoe, ten feet, and my legs are okay. You know, I haven't got fat legs. They're not twigs, but they're not fat. They're kind of okay legs. And my shoulders are quite kind of broad shoulders ish and I'm quite firm in my shoulders and my chest I could do with tightening up a little bit my bum I don't know I can't see it <laughs> honestly I don't know what's going on that bit behind me but it's my belly it's just but it's not massive but it's a good I'm holding it now and it's a handful you know it's like a I suppose if you're able to divide it it'd be like a breasts you know it's that kind of size if you but it's not shaped like breasts but you know it's it, there's probably enough there to give someone implants you know basically so it's there's a fair bit if it was silicon of course it isn't isn't it? it's just fat but so it, my stomach is I think bigger than my chest but my chest is okay as well I don't know why I'm talking about my belly and my chest you know my, my belly is very much like breasts they'll buy that I didn't mean it in a weird way just you know it's I've never, I've never grabbed my belly before and thought, ooh, 
That's like boobies. Never done that before. I'm not really doing it now either. I'm just just trying to give you an idea of the size. It's a colour couple of handfuls there. And I haven't got I've not got massive hands, but I haven't got little hands either. I'm just I suppose my hands are just like every size. <laughs> I never think of Trump. I always think of these little hands. And yeah, he's just got normal hands, normal size hands, isn't he? Old President Trump. Just, it's just the idea that they were saying he had tiny hands and he made such a big deal about it. Um, if anything, my hands are a bit distorted because my right hand has been broken a few times and it's still not healed from the last time it broke. So my right hand, I can't make a fist. I can make a fist, but not a hard fist. Not enough, if I wanted to punch, I couldn't punch with my right hand the way I could with my left. Not that I should ever need to punch really, but my it's still healing, it's t taken about three months for my right hand to heal. And it's still in the process of healing, which is a bit strange. Um, I've got, gone right off track, haven't I? Let's see how long I've been talking for. Right, 50 minutes. I should just bring it to an end, I think. Not, I mean, the session. I should just... Just, uh, I'm not sure if there's anything else I wanted to talk about. Um, I changed my. I, I had to. It's not really relevant to anything, but I'm just going to move this along so I can, you can. I. I've had to. Well, I had to. I've needed to reduce my outgoings. So, what I've done is I've cancelled my website host. I've moved my website to Blogger, which is free. So that saved me £20 a month. I've also got rid of some other things, got rid of Netflix, got rid of some other bits to try and save £30, £40 a month. So it's just something I needed to do because especially having spent all the money I had on the app and nobody really haven't had any action with it action I just I, I don't know if I f I don't know I had this little idea that I'd like wake up and I'd, I'd look at it and there'd be thousands of people that downloaded it and that only comes to me because of the amount of people that play and download my sessions on the podcasts so, you know, I do get a lot, well, to me, quite a lot, I get, you know, sometimes anything up to a thousand a day plays and downloads across the different podcasts. So I'm kind of pleased how it's grown, but I thought maybe the, the app would do the same, but it hasn't, even though I've spent hours you just hear me just done a poo right behind my chair 
That's lovely, Andre. Thanks for that. Thanks for contributing. What's annoying when he only does it and then he decides to climb up on me? I just know that he's gonna <laughs> basically using my, just trying to use me as toilet paper, which I don't like. Um. So that's it today. Sorry if this has been a bit of a, a weird hypnotic buffet. It's probably more of a Jason Chats than a hypnotic buffet, but I think there's something in it. There's something relevant about the. I'm going to say struggle because it has been a struggle. It's only two days, um, but it's kind of like a detox that I've gone through or going through. But I feel like I've got through the worst of it now because I'm able to function. I couldn't have done this yesterday. Couldn't have done this. And I've now been awake for a few hours. It's the longest amount of time I've been awake for two days I managed to do the washing up put the rubbish out and cleared, did, did some cleaning up and stuff you know so I've managed to do something today or this early you know late evening for the first time in a couple of days so I just I feel like I've I managed to turn a turn a corner and the weird thing is the thing that I want most of all is a can of coke more so than a cigarette. And that's what surprised me. Maybe that's the secret. Maybe the secret with stopping smoking is to stop everything all at the same time. And I don't mean drinking alcohol because, you know, there's some things that you need to, you know, if someone's drinking three bottles of vodka a day, then they shouldn't just stop they need because it could cause all kinds of problems they need to to you know reduce and I didn't know that until I started you know I used to volunteer for a alcohol charity and that's the first thing that the person would ever say when anyone phoned up asking to be seen by the charity they'd say how much are you drinking and the second is don't just stop drinking you need to reduce and then also, you know, this is what we're here for, to help you to get to the point where you're stopped. But with what I've done is, maybe that's something that other people could do. Maybe it's useful, because you stop eating chocolate, cakes, biscuits, you know, smoking, all those things that, apart from smoking, all the other stuff's probably not really classed as harmful. Although we know it is, but it's not not in the same league as smoking, you know. I've never been to the doctors and complained of chest pains or anything or, you know, and they said, uh, have you been eating ginger nuts again? You know, yes. Do you, <laughs> you know what I mean, do you, do you eat Gary Baldy's? Do you eat Mars bars? No one's, no doctor's ever asked me that. Do you smoke? How much do you drink? They're the things that they ask alcohol and smoking never ask about the your intake of Maltesers 
But anyway, I just thought it was quite interesting to just stop everything at the same time and realize that actually cigarettes aren't at the top of the list of what I want, of my cravings. It's not even... It's not even there, actually, if I'm honest. It's not even there. It's not even something I'm particularly bothered about. But cans of Coke and chocolate. I'm not saying the cigarettes weren't there. They were there yesterday and the day before. But now I'm not that bothered. I kind of feel like I've got through that little period. And also I didn't smoke for 17 years, so I know that I don't need to smoke. It's not, you know, I'm quite able to function on a fairly decent level. Um, so yeah, I don't need to worry about that. You know, 17 years is a long time to not do something. So I'm quite able to not do it again after a year. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the point of this session is, but thank you for listening. If you have bothered to listen to the whole thing, um, with my website. I'm on Blogger, as I said, but it's still the same web address, jasonnewland.com. I've got links to the different places that I, you know, podcasts and stuff like that. And including a link to the the app for, you know, the Hypnotic Buffet app. And there's a few things I'm going to do on the website just to make it a bit easier to find my stuff. But ultimately... You know, it's, I'm not going to be putting too much work into that. Just, uh, I'll do the odd. I think Andre's farted. Oh, I think it's him. Could be me, I suppose. Oh. And I do, oh, I could do a ginger nut. It's, a, this, it's actually on my table within my vision right now. I'm looking at it right now. I've got a plastic container and there's about 12 maybe 10 ginger nut biscuits inside it and you know ginger nut biscuits is basically just they're just all sugar it's you know probably more sugar in ginger nuts than you probably get in a lot of other biscuits and they just taste so beautiful. I just want to have one. And they're there. There's nothing stopping me. There's no one stopping me. I could just open it up. And just. Eat all I want. And I could feel. I could say to myself. Well yeah but I'm not smoking. I'm not drinking coke. I'm not drink, eating chocolate. I could you know. But what would be the point in that. <laughs> I think I might have a biscuit. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. It's a, it's a challenge to take on responsibility for ourselves. I don't. I don't like it. If I'm honest, I don't like being responsible for for myself. I kind of. There's a big part of me that wants to blame other people, or well, not other people, but maybe the system or society or the law or you know just you know or just make out well it's not my fault 
I've got bipolar, I can't help what my brain makes me do, I can't help what I do or what I think or how I feel. And There's a big part of me that, that wants to be able to do that all the time and to take no responsibility for my own actions. But then that would be lying to myself because we are responsible for our own actions. Yeah, so I am, I am responsible. I just don't like being responsible. I do have the, uh, oh, those biscuits. I'm going to have to, probably have to chuck them away in the bin. Or I might, I suppose one wouldn't hurt, would it? <laughs> nah. I think my teeth would last longer as well if I stop eating sugar and stuff like that because my teeth at the age I'm at I need to put a bit more effort into looking after myself you know because you know once the teeth go there's no there's no replacements it's I'll have to start wearing false teeth and I don't fancy the idea of doing that it doesn't uh, fill me with I was say salad cream and that would be a weird thing to be filled with but it doesn't get me excited that's what I mean doesn't uh, doesn't quite do it for me so I'm going to go I wish I wish you well I hope that you're all doing good and feeling feeling happy and or if you're not feeling happy just feeling okay that's good enough isn't it sometimes just to feel alive and to know that you're a worthwhile person that you know that you've made a difference to people's lives and it's those are the facts really it's not blowing smoke up your up your bum you know it's actually really that it's true you have made a difference to people's lives in fact, by listening to me, you make a difference to my life. Even though I might not know who you are, or even anything about you, or anything, you know, the fact that you listen to what I do, the recordings, it does make a difference to my life. But at the same time, I, I want to be able to make a difference to yours as well, but I don't know. It, it's hard to know. It's really, really hard to know. Especially when I'm doing a session like this where I'm just talking about myself and there doesn't seem to be any aim or purpose to the session which you could say maybe the same for all of the things I do you know with the hypnotic buffets at least when I do a relaxation session that's what it's aimed at but with stuff like this it's uh, it's a very vague very Mm, you know, better. Mm, not really sure what it is, but I'm going to continue to call them hypnotic buffets. Although there are probably better, better uh, labels for them, a better name. Anyway, you take care of yourselves. I will make another session next Monday. Hopefully. I know I'm a little bit late this week, but I will do one next week. 
and I wish you well wherever you are whatever you're doing whoever you're with and lots of love bye